What's up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of the TT Podcast, episode number 15. Today, I am joined by Prince. Hey there. Ace. Hello. And joining us again is Rhino. Hello. How are you guys doing today? Pretty good. 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 Yeah. Fantastic. So am I. Everybody's good. All right. Well, let's jump right into what we've been playing because we've been playing VR. So uh, you want to get us started off, Ace? Uh, yeah. Um, so yeah, I got the PlayStation VR. Um, I started with a demo disc on there, trying out um, the ones that you actually have demos of until I realized there were some that were just there for information. Uh, I started off with the deep sea diving one. So you're sort of in um, like those uh, t- uh, cages that they then drop into the ocean and uh it was quite impressive um you know you could look all around you in all 360 and the um they spent a bit of time on the graphics and it's amazing when you see all the um manta rays coming in off the side and yeah it's quite impressive um and then did um, you get attacked no no it didn't it didn't come with the shark attack bit you've got to get the full game for that one <laughs> oh, wow. um actually no i think that is that uh that one might be in the playstation vr world so i do have that but I haven't um, played that one yet. I just started with the the demo disc, and um, there's the there's a shooting range for um, the uh, what was that um, get uh, the, like the getaway type clone oh, one, the London Heist, similar. Yeah. That's it, yeah. London Heist. Yeah, um, which took me a minute to actually figure out how to pick up the gun. <laughs> but, Whoops! But once I picked it so up and. Yeah, yeah, put well, it on the gun. <laughs> Not un- well, was... out for the gate knife, eh? <laughs> um, yeah. Well, I hadn't unpacked the um, the motion controller, so I was just using a regular controller. So uh-huh. yeah, you have to sort of move yeah, your virtual. When I discovered I had a virtual hand, I had to move it over to the gun on the desk and then uh, squeeze a trigger or something, and then it, it picked it up, and then you could reload, and then and, and then I could start um, missing targets and. <laughs> <laughs> or, or um, missing the rabbits that shoot past really quickly, um, but that was fun and it was quite engaging. Um, a racing one was that? F- uh, I can't remember the name of it now. Drive Club. Drive Club. Thank you. All I could think of was Forza, and it wasn't Forza. Um, Drive Club. Oh. It, it was nice. To, nice to sit inside the car, look around, all the details, the dash, the kind of um, floating hands that just sort of stop at the wrist is. A little bit jarring, uh, and then looking down at the leather seat, which looks nice, but I'm thinking, where am I? Where's where, where's the person? Where's the body? Well, I've got a, just just a pair of hands that have been chopped off on the steering wheel. But um, <clears throat> despite that, yeah, looking around, and um, you, I could also sort of, if you keep leaning to the left, you can actually lean outside the car. <laughs> and, <laughs> that was a bit weird, um, but uh, yeah, you know, it it was quite good. It's amazing how quickly you start to stop doing your uh game uh like at, uh, uh mimics and, and and things that you do and start doing your real world ones so I, I start to sort of look up in the in the rear view mirror up in the corner for the cars behind me i was checking the the far right hand mirror when i was going around corners and, and the left one as well and it, it suddenly thought oh am i playing a game or am i driving for real you know <laughs> that, that was kind of cool um I played the Riggs one. That was good as well. Um, fortunately, I wasn't sick, uh, like That's a lot good. of people say they have trouble with. But I didn't. I was only a demo, so I didn't play it for very long. But I might. I might pick that one up. Actually, um, it was that good. Seems to... like the uh, killer app for the VR so far. Yeah, yeah. Probably that's probably going to be a popular one. Um, 
I mean, it, you know, you look at it and you think, oh, wow, it looks really cool and all the jumping in the mix and everything. Um, a yeah. little bit disappointing that it's just the fact, yeah, you have to kind of like overcharge yourself and then run and jump in a hoop. You know, you, you kind of think, yeah. oh, you, 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 you know, you think you've got this massive thing. You, it's got, you know, I mean, it's got weaponry on it and you shoot each other. So it's going to, going to be a lot of that, but to actually score, you've got to do that mechanic. I'm hoping. It might add a that's, few that's actually, more that's different modes mode or something. Is, there's, there's three different game modes. That's actually just one of them. There is, is there? Okay, good. Yeah, there's another one where it's basically like, you know, um, uh, you've got to score a sort of touchdown, as it were, on the other end, there's like goals. Yeah. And things like that. So there's, there's other options as well. Yeah. But I think okay. that's the best one. But... Yeah, it's quite interesting. It's, it's nice to look down in that one and actually see your body and... Um, and be able to look around the whole mech and everything and look in the corners and move around. You do have to aim with your head on that one, which is a little bit difficult to get used to. I mean, the up and down, you have to aim with your head, the left and right, you use the controller for. So that one was a bit kind of, uh, I'm, I'm sort of split, you know. I'd rather it was all being... of one or all of the other, you know. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, yeah, I can adapt to that. Get used I can to that, imagine I guess. that being very useful for precise aiming, like in splatoon on wii u they had uh that kind of aiming you aim you do the broad strokes with the joystick but then you do the finer adjustments with the um slight tilt of the motion controller and then for me i found it certainly starts to become sort of second nature so hopefully with the vr you'll also find that you sort of just nod your head a little bit around yeah uh, yeah i tried out the battle zone demo and i've got that game as well and that's really good up to did that live up to expectations? Oh, I love it. It's nice. It, is, it reminds me so much of Assault Rigs. Uh, if no one knows what I'm talking about, definitely Google that. It's the best tank game on the original PlayStation. It's fantastic. I loved mm-hmm. it. And it's nice to see that kind of thing back again. Um, yeah. And again, it, it's it's amazing all the stuff inside the tank and all the bits that move and everything. And you, you really feel like, wow, this is an experience. I'm in a tank moving around you can you can look around and look behind you there's a cute little fire extinguisher in the bottom left hand corner <laughs> it should be fun um but again you look in the seat there's nothing there so you're like where am i i'm the disembodied entity there's nothing there which is a bit of a, a shame still could be worse um uh, i played valkyrie looked down and thought uh that's not <laughs> that, that that is definitely a sizable chest there that um <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, not used to looking down and seeing, if you know what I mean. Um, that that was weird. <laughs> I bet. It's it's one of those. Th- it's kind of funny because you're not the first person to have that reaction at all. But it's kind of funny because it's like, man, what would you do if you were a girl? And it's like, I would look down at my boobs. Like, <laughs> you know. But Come now on. it's like, oh my god, what's going on? What's happened to me? All <laughs> oh, right, that inversion. Yeah. Be careful what you wish for and all that. Kind of. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So so far, you you've been pretty positive on the whole VR yeah. experience. Yeah, Valkyrie was interesting. Flying through space, that's what I was looking forward to. Because um, I know there's one I'll get to in a minute that I'm looking really forward to. Um, I couldn't find in the demo anywhere to change the flight controls. Because uh, I know you're supposed to fly inverted. And I used to do that a lot, but more modern games I've been playing I've just kind of gone to the the non-inverted so yeah. that was kind of a bit of a struggle um, but um, other than that the motion was really good speed was good the you know the size of those big ships and they come in and all the fighters just thinking 
wow, you know, you really feel part of it, all this stuff whooshing on and going on. And it, it feels a little bit more intense when you think i'm getting a little bit too close to that ship kind of thing you know um yeah then when you're sat with a tv like 10 feet away so um and and just being able to look around and and look in the corners and your peripheral vision and stuff and just say oh wow there's one coming in come that side to get me you know you look down at the radar and then you think there's one over there so you look there and you can see it coming at you it's brilliant then you kind of do your loop-de-loop or whatever it is to try and get and get behind them so yeah i i I think it's really good. I mean, um, I was reading up a bit on some of the reviews by like um, some of the other big sites and things, and they they do a lot of comparisons to um, you know the Oculus and the other systems and things. And I kind of feel that you know you, you pair them up together, people are going to look at the PlayStation VR as kind of the entry level, the kind of bottom point. But I mean, it. It, it it is worth it. It's it's a fantastic experience. It's very different. You know, looking forward to you know, Resident Evil, Star Trek Bridge Crew, um, and see where they can take it and what they can do with it. I'm I'm excited. I'm glad I I uh, picked it up. Although my wallet probably isn't. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah. As so looking forward to um the Star Trek Bridge Crew one. That's where I can really get my geek on, I think, and uh, start captaining or or um, being a helmsman or engineer yeah. and really really get into that. And um, I think that's also quite cool as well, the, the, the VR and the social bits they're kind of bringing into it as well. Um, uh, to some degree, did that a little bit with um, the Playroom VR, which um, the kids were interested in and wanted to get involved with. Um, that's cool. Got got to be the virtual cat trying to grab the mice and stuff. So that they, they absolutely love that. They ate that up. I'm sure. Um, I'm hoping maybe a lot of the indie developers will be able to you know, code some sort of interesting niche experiences. I think that's what it's all going to fall down to, isn't it? There's different ones. I'm sure someone you know like the rigs and that lot. They're going to come out with the big one, the Resident Evil. Those ones are going to like be the ones to live up to for those genres but i think it's interesting to think what new genres they might um, be able to come up with um using vr indeed so what about you rhino you have anything to add uh yeah <laughs> you might all want right, to sit comfortably because i'm a massive um believer in vr um so Eventually, I got my headset. I had a bit of issues getting one because Amazon let me down. But um, Wait, anyway, oh, Amazon. Oh, <laughs> yeah. dear. For the purposes of equality, plug, I got mine from Shop 2. <laughs> That's where I got okay. mine from as well, actually. <laughs> so, yeah, oh, they right. are available. Um, so, yeah, I picked up the headset. It was incredibly easy to set up. Uh, the wires look intimidating but actually it's pretty easy to set up and uh i was away and rocking i mean the first thing that you get is a massive screen with your media bar on and you're like wow <laughs> okay yeah this is quite, right this up is on your big. face um so i picked up quite a few things and because i have multiple um sort of accounts in america and japan and that i've got a couple of things that um, some of them might not have picked up, but um, I'll have a looking at my little list of bits here. So uh, I think the standout for me so far, or two of them, 
is uh, Until Dawn Rush of Blood, which proves to me that VR is going to kill someone and give them a heart attack because it's absolutely like you can watch all the footage you want on YouTube of people playing PSVR or VR in general. Yeah. It just you'll never understand what it's like being in that headset. Um, I think the and Batman VR also stands out because of its you know just the 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 what it implements in inside it and has a quite a good jump scare itself actually as well. Uh, <laughs> I think the first thing I think uh, I don't know if Ace will agree with me or not. The first thing you notice is how comfortable that headset is. And uh, also how easy it is to get into focus. Like, it was in focus yeah. the minute I put it on. Um, other headsets, it's so blurry and you really have to spend a lot of time trying to get it into play- position. Uh, I've tried all three headsets, by the way, and to me, this is this is my favourite. Um, the Vive is very, very good, but actually, you know, uh, there, there's not a lot on it. You know, there's a lot of cool things, but yeah. as, you know, obviously well, I, I prefer playing on console. I think there's a certain uh, advantage to being PlayStation and putting out something like this in that you already know that a lot of people are going to gravitate towards it, which makes it easier to say, okay, I'm going to go and make a game for this. The other cool thing I noticed as well is, um, well, first of all, as well, I didn't realize this, is that the headset has a built-in microphone. And uh, my friend who bought one did a a, a chat, private chat with me on, on, uh, on the PlayStation, and it was really clear. It was a really good uh, microphone in that headset. Mm-hmm. But I found that it actually has a, uh, a secret use here and there, and I've not seen anyone mention this, and it was just such a cool little touch that I was like, it actually kind of blew my mind a little bit. Um, when you play the London Heist, when you're sitting in the pub with a cigar, if you put the move control to your mouth and like pretend to take a... I was just like, you know, trying to sort of uh, be engrossed in it, and I went, you know, taking a thing out of the, c- the cigar... And the cigar actually lit up, and like, it, where you take a drag. And then when I went, it blew smoke out. I was like, that is just, wow. <laughs> I was like, that is such a crazy little thing that they've put in there that I don't know if anyone else has, has like, done. I've not seen any, you know, most people just like, oh, yeah, I'm smoking a cigar. Uh, and, yeah, like, yeah. when you're in the car as well, if you make the slurping sound, if you go with your thing, you hit, like, the drink go, you know, you hear the, the drink getting, uh, coming through the straw and, like, you know, the, the bottom of the empty um you know carton you know when you're like you and kids are annoying in the um takeaway please were they that little touch was just like holy like that that is just insane like the things that you could do with that like say like in resident evil if you're breathing too heavy or you go oh my god and they hear you or something that you know like you know that there's that possibility for use as well in the future like if anyone implements it like in like i know that alien alien isolation did that with the PS camera that it, you, they mm-hmm. could, it would hear you if you spoke. Um, so that was just a little touch. That. Like that was just a little touch that I was just like, man, that, I don't know how anyone's picked that up, but that is so cool. Um, yeah, yeah, that's nice. Yeah. So well, yeah, when you play London Heist, uh, layer Ace, like when you got the cig- when you got your move controllers, um, take a drag from your c- from your cigar. It's just it just really like was like wow. <laughs> it just the little things like that impressed me. Okay. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's. I mean, it's quite fun as well. Um. I mean, overall, I mean, like, yeah. I mean, everyone is always, you know, sort of saying, "Oh, the resolution isn't that good." And you know, the thing is that, but when you've got that headset on, you kind of ignore it. You it just like because you're in that place, you're you're there. 
Um, so it, yeah. kind of, it just kind of like your your uh, sort of perception um, and your and what you accept is is completely different. Yeah, I mean, your eye will adjust. Yeah, it's just because it, it just because like your, your your mind tricks you, so you think you're there. Mm-hmm. Um, like you know, they played the kitchen demo, which is obviously the early Resident Evil Seven oh, secret demo they did. Yeah, and uh, you know that was kind of crazy because like when when she looks at you, if you like try and go to her, like she like reacts. Um, and that happens in the London heist as well. Actually, if you try, this is like if you mess around in the London heist, there's like little things that happen if you try and mess around. Like if you try and take the guy's drink, he like he uh, like reacts and moves away, so you can't take it. Um, <laughs> there's like li- li- these little things in there that's just like I can't believe they thought of that. Um, which is evident in Job Simulator as well. It's like man, they literally thought of everything I'm going to do, like <laughs> how and the way I'm going to be in this game. <laughs> um, <laughs> So yeah, that stood out. There was a, some really cool things as well on the Japanese store. There's just like a little tiny sort of like minute and a half thing of Godzilla. And it's just a, a tech thing from Toho where you're stuck under a rock and Godzilla's going through the city and then turns around and comes towards you. And it's the first time I've ever realized like, you know, you get a sense of scale for how big and intimidating Godzilla is. Yeah, and it was like yeah. It's like, God, please, you know, that needs to come out over here as well. But it was so, it was like a little cool, you know, little demo thing. That sounds awesome. And uh, yeah. the other two that stood out for me as well is because I I have said that I think this could change platformers as well. And some people thought, how can you have platformers on VR? But uh, the two that kind of really show that off are Wayward Sky, which is a charming little sort of point and click adventure platformer. Um, which I really, I think is, a, is the hidden gem that no one's going to talk about. Uh, on the release games are these first person the... platformers or um side scrolling no this one is um is like a uh it's almost like when you load the game up you've got a table in front of you and they're on the t- on the table and it's like playing out in front of you oh cool um oh. Is the, the, the demo is on the disc um ace so you might want to play that one it's pretty it's a it's a kind of little cool it just it wins you over because it's quite charming and like the robot that comes towards you, this, again, the sense of scale is there, and it's actually kind of intimidating, <laughs> even if it's like a sort of cartoony-looking uh, game. Yeah, I'm, I, I played that one. There's that big mm. red robot, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I mean, your that, that, dad gets that, captured by him. Yeah, that's the one, yeah. So that made me buy it, because I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm one over already, because I like point-and-click games. Uh, I don't know, I found it a bit slow. Oh, it's, it's fairly slow. I mean, it's a puzzler, basically. It's a sort of point-and-click puzzler. I guess yeah. is the best way to describe it. So it's like, you know, you're, yeah. you're doing like very simple puzzles and stuff, but it's just quite charming um, and quite sort of relaxing as well. You sort of sit there, just work out a couple of, you know, little puzzles or whatever. Uh, and the other one, it was only like about a five minute thing, but on the play Playroom VR thing, there's a, a platformer there, which suspiciously Mario, um, even with the music, <laughs> it sounds a bit like the, um, uh, what's the first level in Mario 64? Bob-omb field or whatever it's called i can't remember now yeah but the music sounds very similar um but you're playing a platformer and it's just this little cool thing where you've got to rescue the robots and then when he finds one he kicks them towards you and it lands in your controller in like the touchpad area and like yeah you know, you got to try and collect 20 and every time you get one they're all in there waving at you and stuff and and then you use your controller as a uh a tightrope like you shoot out from the controller and it's just again the playroom is showing the possibilities with this stuff and you know and like when you're walking through the the grass and stuff there's like leaves on the trees and when the little robot walks through it you're following him in the camera but the leaves sort of go in your face and like you sort of like <laughs> and it's just, it's just those little things man it's just like yeah there's 
the amount of crazy potential this thing has and i really hope it sticks around because this isn't to me a gimmick it's it's you know a really great accompaniment to our standard gaming and there's so many possibilities here and and i think if i was sony like i think they would be absolutely crazy not to do the ps ps experience live in vr and like oh, yeah, so you can look absolutely. around the auditorium like if i was them i would be sticking a, ca- a 360 camera on stage or in the crowd absolutely. um because like i mean you know, like i say uh i can't remember if i think i think i said it off air but there's a couple of video apps as well that you can get mm-hmm. and the quality isn't great because i think it was actually designed for more like the samsung vr and they've just bought the app across to here yeah uh but again it's just that experience like i was on the on stage watching the lion king uh circle of life uh stage performance and like the cameras are all placed around the stage and and like when it's going up in the air and it's just like you can look all around and like you're, it's like right in your face kind of thing and um these other sort of sort of experimental videos and stuff and it's just, it's just crazy insane it's like do you know it's like the ps1 era do you know when like we we had a ps1 and we we had resident evil and we were like oh my god how realistic this looks right uh and now you look back and it's like my god well, it was just triangles yeah. and square and how if square i think was but we were like so blown away that's where we are now this is you know i think i think it was actually uh shuhei who said it or it might have been um uh who's the new ceo i forget his name um, um sean laden sean laden thank you who said that they're treating it this is like their ps1 it's like you know the first attempt at it and i think they're very yeah, i think I that's very very true it's like they, this is like Okay, we've got the tech there. We're already showing that this has crazy potential. Um, there's already good games on it. Um, so Can you yeah, I, I what the next it, twenty years are. Yeah, I mean, like ten years time, where we'll be there is just going to be yeah. crazy as the tech gets cheaper and it follows up behind. You know, so the, you know the next iteration, you know, we'll have four K screens like the Vive has, but by that time, four K screens will be way cheaper than they are now. Oh yeah. So they'll be able to keep the sort of around the safe, pro- or they will be able to split it like they have with a pro now. They'll be able to do like you know standard VR and like pro VR or something. So that if you want to spend the extra money for for better resolution, that option will be there. Um, but yeah, yeah, I mean they're it's, apparently it's just... already making money off of this. Oh yeah, I mean apparently they're selling it a, a profit. So um, and I just think, yep. I mean, what blew my mind as well is that I've never ever heard. I was at work and I heard. I heard the Radio 1 News was reporting about the release that it said the PlayStation VR is out today. And I was like, this is on like, you know, a major radio station in this country. Yeah. They were, it was actually the news, not an advert. It was the news saying, you know, this is out. And you think, man, that's, that's weird to, to do that. So the, I think the word of mouth well, and the, the end of the world is, is close. Say that again, sorry. I said, well, you know, that that means that the end of the world is nigh. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's Sony <laughs> actually advertising, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I just think, I think word of mouth and and when people put this headset on, I mean, I had a guy tweet me early, uh, earlier and he said, like, as promised, here's my apology. I've bought a PSVR. You were right. VR is amazing. And I was like, yeah, I told you. Um, yeah. But it is that thing. It's going to be, I think it will take off via word of mouth and... You know, I've I've been watching quite a few streams and videos where people who have been very negative about VR and stuff are, are, are now have the headset and are like, okay, we we were wrong. You know, there's there's I mean, there is no like people are so obsessed with this killer app thing 
Whereas I yeah. don't, I, I, I've never understood that. Why do you buy a console for one game? I, uh, well, but, I think um, I think it's you know you got your Mario sixty four, you've got your uh, Halo, and I think that's kind of where that ends for the most part. Yeah, there's enough. It seems like there's enough to play right now that it's worth it, anyways. And that's kind of what um, PlayStation's been doing this whole generation. Is it's not about having that one game that just blows you away it's about having a bunch of different games that just draw in a wide variety of people yeah, uh, yeah. it also helps and it's only been doing their road shows um they had um, yeah. at king's cross station not long ago you had this big massive vr headset shaped um little area and then in there they're demoing it and get people to try it which is definitely the, the best way to uh, experience it and get people on board and then um make them want to go out and get their own yeah so if you're hearing snuffing my cat is purring and hitting the microphone so i apologize for that that's okay i've had that happen before <laughs> At, um, well, for the so... headset though i would say um it, I was, it was a little bit more daunting for me at first, opening all the cables and things. Plus, my stuff is all all wired together and very difficult to get to. So it was a bit of a slightly more of a pain for me, but that's probably due to my setup. If you're like-minded and got a lot of cables and a lot of stuff all jammed together at the back, it's probably not going to be your day. But if um, you just have the console sort of out on its own on the floor or whatever, then, you, yeah, you're not going to have too much trouble setting it up. The headset is really good. Uh, like I said, it's very comfortable. The adjustment on it is really good. That you can just press the button and the front slides forward. Um, and like you say, the um, focus was just spot on straight away. Um, you've got to think that Sony have had a bit of experience in this. They've been doing video headsets for a while. I got their uh, third, gen- yeah, third generation HMZ T3W. Which they they they're called personal 3D viewer headsets. Basically, it's video glasses. So it's very similar kind of thing to the um, PlayStation VR, but it is it just takes an HDMI input. So you would just see that like when you haven't got a game running and you just see what looks like a big screen in front of you with the PlayStation um, GUI on it. It, it does the same thing as that, but you plug it into like a DVD player or into TV or Sky or whatever. Um, I actually used so to use that to play. So what you're saying is they, they figured out a way to monetize the R&D for PSVR? Yeah, yeah. Well, the, these headsets have done fairly well um, in the past. And like I said, I've got one. I used to play, um, you know, the 15 and 18 games when kids are around. I could just do it with a, a headset on or, you know, if I wanted to watch something different to someone else and the family who's using the TV and you can put that one on. Um, that also obviously works across all the um, consoles and, and TVs and things, but th- there's some challenges with that one. Um, you find that the eyepieces would um, sometimes steam up and you'd have to sort of try and wipe the inside, clean them. It would get uncomfortable after a while. It would um, be a bit difficult to get the adjustment and get the focus right. Um, and that that was like the third generation headset one. So I'm glad that they've they they've really taken their time with the with the VR headset. And I've not had any of those issues or troubles with it. So it's it's definitely a polished product. Um, uh, and you've got I've got to say that is probably down to Sony's previous experience with uh, that kind of headset hardware that 
most people or most gamers won't be aware of that they've done. Um, and yeah, I tried some of those other uh, other games and demos as well. I wasn't overly taken by the Wayward Skies one. Um, probably not much of a point and clicker. Um, there's one where you're stacking blocks as well, which was, um, I guess, interesting for a few Tumble. minutes. Tumble, yeah. It was interesting for a few oh, minutes and relaxing, sorry, got, like kind sorry, of... We have to do a shout-out as well to Thumper. I don't know if you played demo of that. Holy hell, that game is amazing. <laughs> um, yeah, everyone, even if you don't have VR, go buy Thumper. That's an, a great game. Sorry, I had to... Uh, yeah, well, I forget, I had to bring that one up. <laughs> I, I do yeah. keep hearing good things about that. Um, so, for us, for Prince and I, we've been a little less interesting. We've been playing normal games, like normal <laughs> people. Yeah. Um, have you been playing anything of interest lately, Marvelous. Prince? Yeah, right. Um, for me, I'd say mostly uh, the most interesting thing I've been playing is uh, the well, the most topical thing I've been playing is the World of Final Fantasy demo, which released uh, this week. Um, so the game comes out at the end of this month, not far away. The at first I thought there's no point in me playing it because I've already got the game ordered. I'm definitely gonna play it, so I don't need any kind of it's not going to influence my purchasing decision so why waste my time playing something i'm going to play anyway um but then i found out that it's actually not a slice of the game it's a completely different segment kind of like the um like the fun fantasy 15 platinum demo it's not a part of the game it's a new experience um they actually did that for dissidia as well dissidia the second one um Hmm. but yeah i mean i've played it it's under an hour um yeah i would say my personal experience of it it wasn't really interesting um but it does yeah. teach you all the controls and you do get a sneak peek of how complex it is it there's a huge amount of stats and it looks like tons and tons of monsters to collect um definitely but uh the the other reason i played it was because apparently it unlocks something in the main game if you get to the end so i kind of i don't regret playing it but I would say that it's not um it wasn't that exciting for me. There there's a ton of um gameplay footage in it though. You get when you get to the end, there's four little teasers and then once you finish it there's a pretty long maybe a minute or two minute teaser as well. Another well, I suppose that's a trailer at that length. Yeah. I have to I have to say it's what actually a really bad it? demo of the game because uh, I've played it and it's a bit like a bit like that platinum demo for FF fifteen. I've played FF fifteen. Mm-hmm. And that demo yeah. was actually a a bad demo and gives a bad impression of actually a game that's quite good from what I've played of them. So oh, okay. uh, it seems a bit of a misstep yeah. to release that demo, to be honest with you. I, I, can, like... I can kind of see that too. Like I, I played it a little bit and um, I was enjoying the combat. Mm-hmm. Like I can see where there could be a lot of depth to the combat and a lot of care to it. But the the world itself that they created for this demo just so like boring and drab and there was nothing going on mm. it's just a linear um implementation like a custom area you know yeah yeah i mean but it, it almost looked um and i don't know if the rest of the game is like this i doubt it i hope not but it felt like not just a custom area but it, it felt like it was a player made area mm. like it just felt kind of wooden and cardboard and you know just didn't seem very it had no life to it there's no life to it it's it's pretty bland um and that's Mm -hmm. not how the game is 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah that, release. It's good to hear. Good. Um, if you want, actually, we want to see so, a good representation of it. Um, if you guys uh, watch PlayStation Access uh, during EGX, they put their videos up. They've got gameplay of it, and you'll see how different it is. Yeah, I kind of don't want because then it's getting into sort of soft spoiler territory, and then considering how I want to buy it less than two weeks in the future, I won't. It might detract from my experience in that sense. I mean, yeah, I'm taking right. you at your word that it's good, so I don't, that's enough for me, you know. Yeah, it's Final Fantasy. Mm. Um, so I've been playing, uh, I played that, uh, I kind of had the same feeling. It was nice to see how the gameplay actually works because I didn't quite get the combat, but it, it makes more sense now. Um, basically, you know, you, you can, you can stack up to three characters tall mm. in one stack based on their size, starting from large at the bottom to small on top. And then they kind of, they can act as one stack and do additional damage or whatever, or they can split into separate pieces and all act individually, which I thought was pretty cool. Um, which I, I imagine gives a lot of leeway for, you know, if you're fighting one tough enemy, then maybe you don't need to split up. Whereas if you're fighting a lot, splitting up might be advantageous because it, you know, you have a bunch of smaller enemies and you don't need to deal as much damage. You just need to damage, deal damage to a bunch of different enemies um so that that was pretty neat um but the demo was pretty terrible and actually the videos at the end i just i got to those and i was like uh okay can i just i didn't know there was going to be a video in here i thought i'd get like a potion and then i'd keep playing <laughs> i thought it was kind of it kind of got in the way of me playing the demo because yeah, they're in the chest and you just kind of yeah yeah so confused. you open the chest and like a video pops up yeah. and plays and i was like wait a second did i like cross a threshold or something so i opened it again and it was the same video i was like no 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 <laughs> no i don't need to watch this again <laughs> um but yeah, and, and the um the boss battle at the end was actually kind of interesting. Yeah, um, that was quite sort of a combination because you've got three of that because the boss in that fight is stacked up threefold like your own characters, and that's kind of the first time you come across a threefold enemy. Yeah, and get into um, stability. Like if you keep hitting the enemy, you can uh, destabilize mm -hmm. them, and their stack falls apart and stuns everybody, which they can also do to you. Yeah, which was interesting. I think the other uh, funny, the only other good thing in that demo as well is when they, uh, when you use your summons and like are used like Titus. Um, oh, I didn't use quite hilarious, but um, you know, it's amazing that they hid that sort of stuff behind the main thing. You had to push like the classic menu to get to all that stuff. Ah, uh, huh. I didn't even see that in there. I'll have to check yeah, that. out when you, it, that a shot. If you if you go back into it, go into any battle, push L one. Yeah, and you get mm -hmm. the classic menu, which is like a like an FF seven type menu, and it has like items, summons, etc., yeah. etc. Et and I just randomly used Titus on one of the enemies, and it was hilarious. Um, yeah, it's like a cute That's little cool. Titus thing. <laughs> I did use the classic menu once because I was trying to use a cure on an enemy because the method the... that you use to make the enemies vulnerable to capture is kind of like in Pokemon when you use sleep or things like that. Um, it varies for each enemy and you have to for one of them if you use libra to find out what will make them vulnerable then for one of them yeah. you have to use cure on them so if you try and use cure from the uh i don't know what they call it like the action menu you the... can't it automatically casts on your ally but if you use it from the classic menu then you can target it on the enemy but i thought that was a interesting yeah. layer of depth in that 
you know you have to do certain things for certain enemies to make them vulnerable that's just adding to yeah. that complexity uh, and you can equip moves yeah. you can so you even if your characters haven't learned cure you've got these uh stones i forget what they're called like magic stones or something and you equip a couple to each character and that teaches you cure and then you can use that and so on yeah it looks just ridiculously deep for a for an hour demo but there's i'm sure the main game like i'd love to get into it it's almost like the game is designed for two people like if you're like a younger person you can play that game just with that menu mm. that like the battle menu system they have when you play yeah um but yeah. if you're more i mean i really hope there's an option in the main game to switch between the two so that you have the classic menu there all the time because those who like play final fantasy um will prefer that and it also has the more depth in it but um mm. the actual game itself it, it is pokemon it's 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 a console pokemon <laughs> right. and and that is the that's what, only way i can describe it which is great and it also i, I think i think has cross save so you can play it on the vita as well on the go Ah, um, oh, that's cool. So crazy. We have to buy both separately. Just to confirm, I did see that option in the config in the demo. Even you can set it to default to classic or to whatever the other option is called. Oh, but cool. the classic got that. No, sorry, the action um, menu is pretty good for quick, uh, quick input. Oh, so yeah. as I was going, as my move was coming up, I was pressing. You hold the stick in a certain direction, and then you press the face button. It opens up sixteen moves on the shortcuts, and yeah. compare that to every time you go to classic you're defaulting to attack so you they have to press at least one button to move to a different menu item and then go into that menu and it's it's slower I'm, obviously there's more um flexibility with it but there are advantages to each at least yeah and it does seem like it's a, a final fantasy cross pokemon because you're like trying to catch all these things and when you catch them, it's called imprisoning, yeah. as in like a prism, like a thing that splits yeah. light. Um, but it, it's funny because you use this move and then it puts them in like this holographic ball. And then <laughs> like that's that's how you catch them or whatever, you know. Uh, so I played that. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right. Well, I feel compelled regardless. Yeah. You know. Um. So I played that. I've been playing a little bit more Mafia 3, which is getting a little rougher. Um, the story's still great, but the gameplay is very thin. So it's a lot of the same thing over and over again, um, which will probably it'll probably turn into my uh, podcast editing game. Um, so the grind has started to set in. Well, I mean, it, the, the whole game is kind of a grind, so... Mm. Like the first, the the sort of prologue to the game, which is a couple of hours, is pretty interesting. Um, but once you get past that point, um, you're just like taking back these areas and killing guys, and whatever. And but but it's mostly exclusively you need to sneak into this area and either kill somebody or interrogate them or something of that nature, with very little uh, variety. There's very little going on aside from that and it gets really boring especially since most of it is kind of dull like you can draw people out by whistling to them and then you just sit there and just because of the way that it's set up you draw somebody out 
and then you sit at the corner and wait for them to come to the corner and then you stab him. But you don't just stab him and the body drops right there. He he actually takes the body and throws it sort of behind him. So you don't even have to actually move it out of the way. So as long as somebody doesn't see you kill the person immediately, it's already out of the way. So you just get back in your corner, you whistle again, the next guy comes over and you stab him and you toss the body and you just rinse and repeat until you've cleared that area and it's kind of simple and then even the gunplay is like very very simple for the most part i've been using a sniper rifle and a pistol and that's about it the uh gunplay is fine you mow through people fine um but it's nothing really special um and then i've also been playing velocity 2x which i put down for a little while and is still one of my favorite games uh, but I've decided that I need to hurry up and get this platinum because I need to make room on my Vita because I'm going to be traveling and I need to put some new stuff on there. So, um, so I cool. guess that's it for what we've been playing. Perhaps we should move on to some news. There have been a few things going on, nothing too interesting, um, except for the last item, but we're going to leave that for last and tease you. Uh, first, the DualShock 4 has uh, support coming to Steam. Hooray. Thoughts? Finally. <laughs> yeah. I- I've already used my DualShock 4 on my PC, so. But it'd be nice to have something official. Was that after the uh, PS Now on on PC implementation? No. I uh, When Titanfall first came out, I didn't have an Xbox, so I played it on my PC with my DualShock 4. Uh, and, and pretty much broke that controller because I played the crap out of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's a it's a smart move, I think, for Steam. It, it's out in the wild. It's like the uh, 360 controller was last generation. It's just everywhere. You might as well support it and make everybody happy. One thing I've heard about the implementation of DualShock 4 on Steam as opposed to mm-hmm generally on pc is apparently there's a steam um a steam intermediary if you will that yeah. handles the inputs and translates them for the game so apparently that works for one i think that it means you can customize your controller so if you want to do button mapping you can and another thing is that it makes it sort of universal by default because it Even if the games don't have uh, PS4 controller support built into them, the the Steam's middleman will translate it to the Xbox controllers that it definitely has built in, things like that. Yeah. I've also heard, and I don't know, take this with a pinch of salt, I don't know how true it is, I did see it uh, from an official thing, but sometimes they're wrong, but apparently it works with games that have no controller support whatsoever as well, and it translates Excellent. it. Uh, so for a good example, maybe like Bioshock 2, which had no controller support, apparently you can play with a DualShock 4 now. Hmm. Which is interesting. Yeah, that, that'd be pretty cool. But, uh, I mean, getting games to work in such a way on PC is sometimes hit or miss anyways just because they'll do something strange on the back end and then it won't work. So I'm sure it'll get there eventually, but all in good time. I think that's the part of the idea of the 
Steam intermediary though, is in that it's sort of code speaking to code rather than controller speaking to code. If you if you see the difference, that I mean. Yeah, and I, and I hope that that I mean it seemed like even then um, the the post that I was reading that so the the DualShock Four is going to be the the first controller that they do this for, okay. um, which you know sort of suggests that they're going to do it eventually for the Xbox One controller and all that kind of stuff. Um, so yeah, I mean, obviously it makes sense as well when you've got things like Street Fighter Five, which are cross-play with the PlayStation Four, so having official yeah support it makes you know sense and i wonder if there's a, a precedent for something here down the pipeline as well um considering they just released a wireless uh connection for the georgia 4 for pc as well you wonder if something's up though so, other than PlayStation yeah. now yeah well i mean if you can get playstation now going and then how long until you've got psvr officially working on the pc and That'd be cool. But then I would bring it up as well, actually, yeah. that uh, apparently the PlayStation VR works with Wii U and um, PC, Xbox, Xbox One, anything with a HDMI sort of slot, basically, you can get into cinematic mode, which is pretty cool. Yep, yep. I heard that. I um, was thinking that earlier when Ace mentioned uh, about using using a digital TV. Yeah. Uh, so... Uh, the World of Final Fantasy demo is available now. We were just talking about that. Uh, give it a go. Uh, the world is a little bit boring, but the gameplay is fun. Uh, and then rounding out the news, because there is nothing happening right now, uh, Rockstar has been teasing Red Dead 3 and has officially revealed it. And it will be coming fall of next year. Hang on. Have, have they officially revealed it? Yeah, that, that just happened today. Um, they just did that. Uh, that must have been about five hours ago. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, so they teased um, something on Sunday. Mm-hmm. They changed the uh, logo on their Twitter or whatever to that sort of red uh, Rockstar logo. And then yesterday they posted up an image with that very uh, Red Dead kind of look to it. It had like the red sky and the black inking and all that kind of stuff uh, with seven men walking over a hill. And then today they officially revealed on their Twitter that it was coming fall of next year. Did they give a name with it? Uh, Red Dead Redemption 2. I see. You can tell a lot of that title. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah it's like because you know once people once they started teasing this twitter just erupted in speculation red dead what is it going to be uh red dead revenge or what, like, what what's the, the name going to be it should have been red dead what Retribution. That's, that's what it should have been and it still might be Retribution. I mean, it yeah it repudiation uh russian roulette <laughs> uh <laughs> I mean, and of course, so people went nuts with it and were trying to come up with the name and then they just went with the most like basic thing that they could possibly do, which was name it as a sequel to, you know, the more popular game yeah. in the series. But nothing against them for that. It's a beloved game. So uh, they did also file for a domain name for Red Dead Online. So don't know what's up with that. We what obviously do? don't know anything official. <laughs> Yeah, um, which is not surprising at all, considering a how successful GTA Online has been, and b that really uh, 
Red Dead Redemption started the whole thing with the online multiplayer, right? If I remember. Uh, no. I I sorry, I'm that guy who didn't like Red Dead, so not worth <laughs> asking me. <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah. I was like, you know, come on, I'd rather have Bully too. Like, we've done, we've done, we've done the Wild West. It's you know, it's not my cup of tea. Guess let's go back to beating up children. That was fun. So, oh. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I actually, I kind of have to agree. I'm not much of a Red Dead guy. Uh, I played through, I didn't play Revolver. I played uh, Red Dead Redemption about halfway and then I got into Mexico and then I was like, I put it down at some point and that was just kind of it. So what about you guys? Yeah, um, I'm just checking out. It looks like GTA 4 came before Red Dead. Yeah. So I guess that would be the first online, major online for them. And then I think, if I remember correctly, um, Red Dead Redemption kind of grew that a little bit to okay. the idea of roaming around in a sort of public space mm-hmm. and then jumping into matches and things like that. But I could be mistaken because that was a while ago and I didn't play it very much. I um, do remember something about uh, crews and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. If I remember, actually, you know, it, oddly enough, the um, GTA Online just got their biker whatever thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I, I guess it's supposed to give bonuses and whatever when you're riding with a group. And um, they had in GTA 4, they even had the formation riding and stuff like that. Uh, and if I remember correctly, Red Dead Redemption also had that where just like – because you're not people driving in a car, they had to come up with a, a system by which while you're riding, you could ride next to somebody with little effort and just kind of talk to them. <laughs> so all of that stuff came from Red Dead Redemption. And you can rev up your horse and challenge him to a race, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Pull the reins, uh, kick up in the air and all that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So well, it, it if, seems if like the mission our... isn't called watch me whip, watch me nay nay, it'd be quite sad. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be a bit um, of an old song by then. Uh, so, uh, what about you, Ace? You, you interested at all? Sorry, Red Dead. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, no, I hate to side with Prince on this one, but another, um, another non Red Dead Redemption person. Uh, play some GTA. I played. Uh, what was like the launch title for 360? That was a Wild West game. I never finished that one. <laughs> so by the time Red Dead came round, I um I wasn't sort of hooked on it. I have to say, um, mm-hmm. and I've let never. Me, let me rephrase this in a different way and bounce it back to to all of you. Yeah, go on. Then. Um, so for the two of you that don't really like it. What would you like to see in a Red Dead game that could potentially change your mind or draw you in? And for for Brandon, what is it that mm-hmm. you would most like to see that would elevate what you enjoyed in the first game most significantly? Well, you guys want to start first? Yep, I'll go. I'll go first. Um, my issue with Red Dead was that I was walking around a lot in empty space with nothing to do, um, which is a good summary for Grand Theft Auto Online as well um but yeah it just it felt very empty it felt like um it, it's funny because a lot of people will say this complaint about no man's sky where it's a lot of a lot of 
like you know land with nothing to do in it and that's how i felt with red dead for the i don't you know maybe i needed to go into it a bit longer but i played you know like for, i don't know three hours and i was just like i'm bored um so i mean i might give it another go i've got it on my ps3 so maybe one day i'd sit down and go right come on but it just didn't appeal to me i I just the wild west genre it's like something i want to like but i just don't seem to like with films and you know even when i went to see uh like tarantino's one which i've forgotten the name of um hateful hate no the other uh i thought with Django unchained um you know Uh, know. wild west one it's like uh, just not well i just don't click with it i don't you know i just it doesn't appeal to me for some reason which is crazy because it should um yeah so yeah it, it just felt a bit empty i'd like to see a bit more um you know grand theft auto 5 was fun because you were just always there was always something going on um so it had that yeah. sort of feature um i don't know i mean to be fair i played red dead a long time ago uh when it was originally released basically so it didn't appeal to me then and how long ago was that now red dead six years more <sighs> Yeah, it's been, been a while. Actually, no, it remember. must be more than six years. Yeah, so it's been a it's been a long, long time. Uh, it might be me pushing ten years now. So, you know, ten years older, I might go and sit down and enjoy it now because it's such a beloved game. I must be doing something wrong. Um, yeah. So, oh yeah, I'm I'm willing to give it another go, and I think that it might be actually make me appreciate the new one more. Um, if I go back and play it and still have the same opinion. Um, it could be that jump of like where I hated Grand Theft Auto 4, uh, loved five. Yeah. So. Uh, six and a half years released, uh, May 18th, 2010. Uh, when I still had so. more hair, but <laughs> yeah. Did you have anything to say? Ace? Um, yeah. So, I mean, I think I've, I've had enough rockstar games in the way. Um, yeah. yeah Red Dead didn't kind of jump at me. I get it. It is that kind of genre that's a bit difficult, isn't it? Um, I think the last one I played was sort of like Gunsmoke or something. <laughs> it's, mm. and it's just like a, just a basic shooter kind of thing. I guess for me, it's got to be about the story and the characters and engaging. Yes, you want to be able to ride a horse and have a duel, but you don't want it to just be nonstop traveling on the horse from one empty end of world to another. Um, and sometimes they go a bit overboard with all the um, mini games and the sub games, the card playing, and all the rest oh, of it. Yeah. I, I, th- I think it, rather than like vast quantities of stuff in there to do, just try and make really quality, interesting stuff to do, and characters and story, and kind of yeah. draw you in. I mean, may- maybe it needs to be turned on its head a bit. Maybe we need a Wild West game that's based on some of the more uh, different uh, Hollywood offerings, you know. Um, yeah. You might disagree, but maybe things like Cowboys and Aliens or, uh, or was it 101 Ways to Die in the Wild West or something, you know? Wild Wild or West, yeah. Not, uh, Giant Mechanical Spider. No, not Wild Wild West, not Will Smith. <laughs> no, the one with no, Wild West. Seth. That's, you know what I mean? Yeah. You want that is robot the, wheelchair the guy. So basically, you want a yeah. bad guy? Is what you're saying? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I just said a bit something a bit different. Maybe something a bit of comedy. You know? I mean, um, I do think that uh, Red Dead sort of lacked that, which is something that GTA has, which is the sort of comedic mayhem. Mm-hmm. 
Red Dead didn't really have that. You know, it was kind of grim and serious at all times. Every now and then you'd be in a cut scene and something funny would happen. Somebody's making a fool of themselves. But there are yeah. there was no like, oh, my God, there's a uh, xenomorph frozen in the ice in whatever, you know, the beginning of the game. Or, you yeah, know, there really wasn't any of that kind of stuff, as I remember. The problem I have with GTAs is it's just too vast, too open, and I just end up messing about instead of doing proper missions and things. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, there's there's there that a, as well. Um, isn't there a GTA mission where one of the characters goes on a drug trip and sees aliens? Yes, invading? that is that is the highlight of that game for me. The music and everything it's just absolutely spot on. It's one of those little moments in gaming that I love, though. So um it's like it's a second like that it's not funny but there's something that happens in battlefield one which like is just so obviously not gonna spoil it but like it's just so different for a first person shooter that it kind of it actually gave me chills so it's like there's little moments in gamings that really hit me and that drug trip in gta was hilarious so yeah okay so that's what you yeah. you guys need in red dead 2 red dead redemption 2 <laughs> mm. yeah yeah and I, I kind of have to agree. That was like, I think that's what ended up turning me away from the game was the sort of emptiness. Okay. Uh, the characters. Positive one. <laughs> well, so. Speaking, speaking enjoy... of that, you know what I need to try? I think I wanted to try South Park, The Stick of Truth. Because I was wondering if they did a, a good job of like RPG kind of thing, but with South Park humor. Uh-huh. Well, there's, oh, there's a new one, isn't there? Um, South yeah, Park, yeah. The Fractured But Whole. Yeah, it's yeah. been delayed till so, uh, January, I think. So it has, hasn't it? It's got delayed 2017, which is a shame. Do you know what? Yeah. I just, I just got that joke recently. Uh, the, t- the, the title, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, no, someone no. pointed it out to me. I was like, Slow ah, point. yes, it's funny. And then you hear the adverts on TV. That's all I can hear now is the is the whole word together. But yeah. um, I didn't realise it at first. Just thought, well, you know, it's it's fractured, they, but it's intact. Right, so it, it, they cleverly. <laughs> There, there is a clever pause in there. It's just the fractured but whole, you know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, but it's still now. I, now I remove the the pause. No matter what, I just hear butthole. <laughs> and I'm like, why did I not hear that before? I think I was distracted by the the noseless rift, wasn't it? Yeah. Which is is that real or not? Because they had it at. Yeah. Those conventions and things where people were, are they actually intending to market it and sell no, it? No, it was it was no. a thing. That, that is a shame. <laughs> actually, my friend went to EGX tried it and said it was really good. So I just think they should do a special edition with uh, Unoculus Rift just for collector's edition. Yeah, yes, yeah, the, the YouTube well. videos of the girls with these things on and just it's so funny. <laughs> get it? Like, what were you expecting? Or, or they they move their head around like trying to get away from it? It's like it, it's strapped to your it's nose. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah so that that's interesting it'd be nice if yeah maybe they could um uh do a deal there with uh with rockstar and maybe you could have red deb yeah. <laughs> smell of horse <laughs> but yeah so i think i think the story is going to be pretty on point i would expect uh the story in the first one uh, sorry the second one in redemption was actually pretty decent. The The characters were interesting, but the emptiness just kind of, I think, did it for me. And and that's why I think it was once I got to Mexico and I started crossing back and forth and it was just, it was just too much time spent, 
you know, going through this past to get back and all that kind of stuff. It's like, yeah, got to do something about that. There's just too much emptiness. And I think that's kind of where these games fall apart. When you look at GTA Online, it's not necessarily the gameplay and the other people. It's that I think playing GTA Online makes the city and the world feel fundamentally less alive. I'll tell you what, compared a quick comparison as well for Red Dead. Um, it, it's really interesting that you, uh, like, I, I honestly thought I was in a very big minor, uh, minority of people don't like Red Dead. Yeah. That's interesting. But a, good, a great comparison would be um, Witcher, like Witcher 3, where you're on the horseback, mm-hmm. but yet you're riding and you yeah. don't mind because it's just an interesting, there's always stuff going on, maybe a bit too much. That game is ridiculous. Um, but where yeah. in Red Dead, I was, I was like, you know, riding this horse and it's like man this is this is just a barren i mean she's obviously no that was the wild west so you know it's kind of true to its thing but at the end of the day it's a video game so i don't want to ride through nothing for a long time um when when i I find horse riding less interested in in a game that's released i don't know like (laughs) however many years after um you know like ocarina of time where horseback riding was fun um yep going through a world that was interesting it's just you know it just it just didn't click with me i guess so um i'm sorry to all the listeners who are like <laughs> how dare you but you know it just it just never clicked with me and the, all the characters are just too serious and it was just a bit too like man you know like i'm you know whatever i don't know it just didn't click so yeah I, even I think... in a serious you need someone who's the comic relief or someone who's the audience don't you something to I mean, chop even, it up with absolutely. even the last of us had it you know like ellie every now and then would be like you know with a joke book and all this sort of stuff it was you yeah. know every now and then you need that yeah. tension break yeah you know? yeah and you have that in the in westerns too i mean as serious as the westerns westerns can get and the number of people that die there's always something that's just ah. like kind of grounds you and make you feel a little bit more attached to what's going on because there's a little bit of levity there's something positive you're not just kind of slogging through absolutely yeah in fact what's the, what's the length of the first one as well revolver i, I have no idea uh redemption, redemption was quite long i mean it that yeah. i i think was on par maybe a little bit uh longer i think than gta 4 um yeah i'm not looking for any kind of really long-term gaming things like that that's part of the thing that puts me off some of them now is like the length of them. Yeah, I think it's going to be more lively. So Yeah, I've just thought how, how it can sell me, actually. Make it Blazing Saddles the game. That's what they... If they do that, then I'm like, ah. <laughs> right, if well, I can punch a I horse think... in the face and knock it out, if I, can, like, <laughs> if, I can, if I can sit there eating beans and fart, then I'm in. I'm all in, so... Yeah. For well, PlayStation VR. That, that actually, it pulls out and all the set falls right. apart. <laughs> Nosulus Rift. There you go. <laughs> Comes back around. Yeah, uh, I, I think they're. <laughs> I think they're doing for this what they did with like Vice City. You know, Vice City was kind of a weird take on like Scarface and Goodfellas, and they seem to be suggesting that there's some. I mean, they've got seven guys walking over a hill, and I'm guessing that they're going to have some kind of uh, magnificent seven something. Mm-hmm tied in you know just into the story you know use some of that premise to create something special it would actually be quite interesting if you can play as seven characters do you know how they had in, in uh, gta 5 where you switch between the three 
Mm-hmm. Um, if you yeah. Uh, I wonder as well if maybe would... like they're talking about they said something about they're going to revolutionise online because like I've never heard that before. Um, right. <laughs> yeah. um, they they like I wonder if it's going to be like groups of seven and like you go around almost. I wonder if this biker thing that they've done on GTA is almost like a tester for what they want to do in uh, in maybe. Dead, where it's like you're basically um, like groups of seven going in and taking yeah. like, trying to take stuff on. So, um, well, I think. I think them doing something with that character switching and having more characters as part of a group would solve basically what sounds like both of the big problems that we were having, which is a something not always happening like like that kind of emptiness. It's not really going to feel empty if it's like, well, you've got three guys over here, four guys in another town or whatever. You're done doing something here. So you just swap to the other group, you know, and then you don't have that giant travel time that you have to account for or whatever. Um, and that would also give you banter. You know, if you have a group of guys wandering around that can create that levity for you. I think it helps as well. If you don't click with the protagonist in the game, like in grand theft Auto four, the protagonist was very boring. And so spending the entire game as him is like, ugh. or like when you play assassin's creed syndicate, you know, I'd rather play as Evie because she was a much more interesting character. So it was great yeah, to be able definitely. to choose her over, um, Jacob. Uh, so, you know, if you've got like a, a collection of characters that you can sort of switch between, I mean, obviously you'll have to do some missions as one or whatever, but you know, if you have your favorite and you want to do a lot with them, yeah, you know, I think that's why we're like, you know, syndicate was great. You know, anything free roaming you could do as either, um, and have the interactions and whatnot. Uh, and the same with Grand Theft Auto, you know, five, you could switch between them. So if you, you know, you obviously had. Uh, Trevor as the comedic one, uh, Mike Michael as the serious, you know, family stuff going on, and um, what I can't remember the other guy's name now. Um, but uh, you, you know, you had yeah. them. Franklin. Who was it? Franklin. So you Frank- got Franklin, Franklin, Trevor, and Michael. Yeah, that sounds right. Uh, who was the more sort of you know, uh, sort of straight man with the you know, obviously had the uh, I think the words urban sort of thing going on. So you had like the three you know three great takes that you could go to and have a different experience. So that was pretty. Speaking of trevor there was a video maybe one or two weeks ago that came out about uh trevor uh well gta 5 vr so basically (laughs) it's a fictional it's a comedic uh video about someone who gets a vr package from rockstar from all these magical companies and he um puts it on and he goes straight into gta 5 and uh guess who's the one to uh to hold his hand through the experience, the unhinged one, Trevor, and yeah. um, antics into <laughs> it's a, a bit of a blast, a wild ride. I see actually someone actually is doing a PC mod, uh, obviously fan base to make um, GTA Five in in VR, so that'd be interesting. Definitely. Well, so that's about it for the news. That last one was kind of a big one. Yeah, it's uh, kind of taken over everything at the minute. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, the topic of the week was supposed to be VR, but we kind of covered that for the most part, I think. Um, just a couple of quick questions, though. Yeah. What do you guys think of the lineup so far? Um, li- I guess limited, but with different experiences. It's, I mean, that's what it needs at the moment is those experiences. Realistically, mm-hmm. everyone wants this killer app sort of thing. It's like, but it's new tech, so right. no one's gonna 
I mean, Resident Evil 7 will be the big decider if this takes off or not, I think. So they've really I, got to I nail agree. it down. Um, it's interesting because it's so, it has different, you know, some people have different reactions to these games. Like, here they lie. People are becoming incredibly sick from motion sickness on it. Uh, whereas I played yeah. demo and didn't suffer from any. Um, they, same with Rush yeah. of Blood, where you're on a roller coaster and people are like going, oh my God. But that's actually, I guess, the point because you're on a roller coaster. Um, right. but, but some people can't deal with it. Some people can, but, um, you know, for me, there's so you nothing... think it's, you, you think it's limited, but maybe sufficient. Yeah, I think there is. I think there's, I, mean, I think you're seeing that through like, you know, the reviews where you've got ones that are getting, you know, um, lower scores, some are getting higher scores, you know, like you, you play, I mean, for me, the, the, if you want to call it a killer app, the, the, the game that everyone should really get is, is Rush of Blood um yeah. because it it has really good um like character design it looks good uh the move it shows the move controls uh even as a six-year-old tech uh were kind of ahead of their time yeah. because they're really accurate uh at least for yeah. me i've seen some people complaining but i've not had any issues at all um you know job simulator shows off what you can do with the thing with like all the craziness and picking things up uh, and Batman VR stands out as well, even though it's fairly short. It just shows you the possibilities of, of you know what what can be done. And again, with doing videos and stuff. So I mean, for me, it had it has enough stuff there that is going to keep me busy. Um, you know, I'm not going to spend every single day playing it because there's other games I want to play as well. And that's what for me it is. It's like I want to play right. Um, you know, the Assassin's Creed um collection, Batman collection. I want to play those, and then um. You know, once a couple of times a week, I'll stick my VR headset on, play a bit of Rush of Blood. Uh, once I um, am over being so scared of it the first time, um, and and play the Batman ones, do the Riddler challenges and stuff. So, and and that's what VR to me is going to be. It needs to be the companion um, that you have that every now and then you stick it on and you play something cool and you have that experience that you're not going to get on playing a game normally. Um, yeah. And I think there's enough Would there to show agree? all those potentials. Like Wayward Sky shows platforming can be done. Um, Rush of Blood shows that horror can be done, as does Kitchen. Um, yeah. VR uh, Playroom VR shows, you know, all the different like multiplayer stuff that can be done. Uh, so, you know, it's. It, I think it's got... A, a lot of people are saying oh, there's nothing out there to play. I kind of disagree with that. I think there's enough there. Um, uh, Eve Valkyrie is awesome. Um Mm. you know uh so it's a shame that rigs isn't a bit further down the line where more people have it because i think that would actually take off as a as a pretty good game yeah. um but it is a good game but... well i think i i think what you do is down the line you make that a ps plus game yeah yeah i agree i think that would be a good one to have as a ps plus game or um probably like e valkyrie although that is unlikely to go ps plus because it's i guess called you know considered a market title as such um yeah but you know that would be a good one or even have a better demo than the one they got a demo disc which lasts about you know a minute and a half um, yeah. you know really show it off because that's the one that i played before it came out which really i mean i was already sold but it, it was it proved to me that it's what i thought it was you know what i wanted it to be um yeah. and i think that will sell a lot of people but rush of blood is the one that you know if if, if anyone comes over i'm either going to stick them in rush of blood if they can take it because it is horrifically like it you just don't understand how scary that is when you're inside it um yeah or um you know batman or 
um what's the other one i was just thinking of i can't remember now but there's there's like three that you job would simulator. you would stick on the which one uh which one sorry uh, i was thinking job simulator oh yeah job sim would be a good one or um or even just like the, the the vr worlds thing like doing like the ocean descent with shark attack and stuff and it just shows you like you just seeing the sense of scale like it just you're never you're never ever going to get it watching those videos on like of people playing on youtube unless you put it on you will never understand how your mind tricks you and the sense of scale like when the shark goes by and it feels like it's there and it's massive like you're just not getting that if you're watching any footage at all so i would 100 percent suggest that if you're on the fence or even if you're against vr or whatever like go and give it a go because even the I've seen some really negative people about it go and play it and be like, okay, I'm I'm kind of wrong on this. Like, I might not go out and buy it, but I understand that this is actually something cool. Yeah. Would you Would you agree to all that, Ace? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I think most people will get um, some use out of the demos, the free download of the Playroom VR, um, and then I'd highly recommend getting like the playstation worlds and then whichever game you think you're most likely going to be into uh for me it was the the battle zone for someone else it might be rigs um uh, i was looking to see actually if e valkyrie was a, a launch title but i didn't see that one when it, i um it is released yeah it is oh, okay two right, I might. Valkyrie games there's what there's e valkyrie the normal one and there's one that's called gunjack which is a cheaper hmm. version where you play as the gunner in a in the actual like big ships. Okay, it's going to be. I need to find out if I can invert those or uninvert those controls because otherwise yeah. I'm probably going to struggle trying to do that one to begin with, um, which would be good. But um, yeah, there, there's enough there for me. I mean, I, I'm waiting for uh, Star Trek Bridge Crew to come out uh, next month. So um, that was. That was the next question, which was going to be, what would you like to try? And I was like, you know what? I, I think Ace and I are on the same page on this one. It's definitely going to be Bridge Crew. Definitely, <laughs> yeah. What about you, Prince? Is there anything that you would like to try in VR? Either something announced or something that hasn't been announced that you'd like to see? Uh-huh. Uh, a lot of them, to be honest. <laughs> Pretty much all of the games that all of you had mentioned by their merits, um, I yeah. I kind of admire the, the things that you're highlighting, and so I do want to get in. I I feel the same way about Rush of Blood in that I I don't know if if uh, if I'll go crazy in there, but I do want to try it because it just it seems like the perfect showcase for that avenue. And like yeah, the... uh, like Rhino said, the other things being perfect showcases for different angles, and I like that. I like that we've come to a stage where VR isn't purely first-person horror, so there is that diversity. Yeah, yeah, I think that was always kind of the assumption, too, mm. that it was going to be purely a first-person thing or something of that nature. Yeah, and it hasn't. It um, hasn't turned out that way, which is good. What about you, Randa? Was there anything in particular you're looking forward to trying? Yeah, uh, uh, I am looking forward to Star Trek Bridge Crew. I think that could be a really... Again, like yeah. what I'm liking is that something that could be considered a solo experience in VR is seemingly, mm-hmm. especially on PSVR, becoming um, like multiplayer. Like I've not seen any of the other two have as many multiplayer games as I've seen in the PSVR with like rigs and 
uh, like the playroom with the social VR thing. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking. I'm kind of interested in Eagle Flight though. I've seen the release price, and I'm like, that's a bit high. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, that looks quite interesting. Resident Evil Seven. I'm honestly not sure if I can do because going on Rush of Blood and the King demo, I'm not. I honestly think that is going to give someone a heart attack. Um, that's going to be <laughs> yeah, crazy. that's going to be crazy times on YouTube. Like I can just see that being like the, the absolutely. It's going to be the until dawn playthrough of 2017. Yeah. Um, I also I would pretty much guarantee that game will be delayed as well. Um, oh yeah. They'll try and figure out how to try and get rid of the motion sickness that a lot of people have suffered from it. Could because it's standard like first person walking. Yeah. Well, and I mean at this point it's only three months away. So yeah. Um, so it's um, it's quite interesting. I want to see more platformers. I want to see people do something clever with the platformers like the playroom vr is such a great proof of concept of what you can do like the silly little things like when you walk through the, the you know the, the the foliage and like the the leaves hit you in the face kind of thing it's just like little yeah, things like that. It's absolutely like, yeah i enjoyed that um and i think someone yeah someone needs to make a great platformer i want to see you know like even if like silly things like say you come up to a jump and you can't mm. quite see, and then so you like move your head, you know, you look around to see how big the jump is, or there's something underneath or something. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, clever things like that, which actually was in the Playroom VR as well. There's a hidden, um, one of the guys is hidden, and it's actually, you have to look over the cliff and you can see him down below. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's like, oh, man, it's, just, it's um, And I think it's so true what, um, what I've seen a couple of people say is that it's, the thing is, it's learning a new way to play um, because yeah. we've become so standardized to what we play that this is completely new. Like I, I struggle with rigs because it's like, I'm so used to moving left, using the left, right sticks to aim. Whereas this yeah. is the movement and I'm using my head to actually look around and aim like where I'm looking is where I shoot. And that's a, it's kind of sort of disorientating to get used to that. Cause I'm just so used to like pointing my crosshair or something. Um, you know, so we've got to learn like you know, those who invest in it and those who are interested in it. Like we, we've got a whole new way to, to think about games. Like, like I say, like, you know, looking around, actually, like, specifically looking around, depth perception, all that sort of stuff. It's it's just, the it's so exciting. The potential is so exciting. And, and I think they've already shown a lot of that potential. Like I say, with Until Dawn, Rush of Blood, um, I don't get the lower scores that I've seen on it. I just don't get that. It's it's such a great showcase, uh, as is yeah. Batman yeah. VR. Um, you know, we need someone like a Rockstar... Um, rocksteady or um i guess capcom are doing it just to make like make that longer batman game like that you know because he is the world's greatest detective so give me a detective game like that because that was cool doing all that stuff in there it was it was and like throwing the batarangs to hit switches like you do in the arkham asylum games Mm. um you know that's there so you can still you could potentially have action sequences um you know, you've got the floaty hands there, so is surely there must be a way to do some hit detection where you could fight someone. Uh, it, it almost like a punch out scenario, like in in like where you've got yeah. a fist and. Uh, so yeah, just all these things from my head, but obviously that's that's what we need the people to do. And apparently the PS VR has sold well so far, so that's good. Um, so now the install base is there, they can hopefully people will start making the plunge. And um, I think what's good is that it hasn't been full of shovelware so far it's been 
you know pretty solid games for the most part there's no like where the wii had all the party games and all that sort of stuff that kind of snowed under what was actually quite a good console and has been forgotten as yeah um as as that now um yeah so yeah anyway i'm going on a bit too much so <laughs> sorry uh, but I'm, <laughs> I'm, okay. just, I'm just so excited about vr man it's just, it's just like it's everything i wanted and, and more like you know like i say okay. I, I watched um i watched some films in cinematic mode and like I even actually reclined, like, smooth back in my seat watching Force Awakens, where the, the Millennium Falcon came towards the screen, because the screen's so big, it was actually like, whoa! <laughs> um, yeah. You know, so, it, like, things like that as well, and, and the 360 videos, it's just, there's just so much crazy potential there, and I say, if you if anyone's on the fence, if you can find someone who's got it to go and have a go on it, and, and whatnot, like, you know, you might not want to buy it now, but, like, it's just you need to experience it in because it's it's just insane it's it's something special so indeed yeah if we're Quite talking about yeah if we're talking about what games we like to see um i can't wait for a sonic game in there now yeah, maybe sonic 2017 could be a <laughs> vr one that'd be awesome um like no, you say they, they need to do the a, like a sonic colors 2 so that way it's truly nauseating. Uh, maybe not quite like that. Um, yeah. <laughs> and then um, I'm looking forward oh, to some of the... Um, that, that Sonic Mania Special Edition is now available in the UK to pre-order, Amazon exclusive. So if you want that Sonic standing on a oh. Mega Drive, it, it's, it's now been put on the UK. So sorry, I just thought that was a bit of a news item there as well. Awesome. I'm typing in Amazon.co.uk as you speak now then. <laughs> I know, right? bear with me one moment right just order that and done right great thank you um where was that yes so uh, along with that level pack for um lego dimensions uh so yeah um platformers as a whole really uh or maybe not platforms but up uh, but a sort of role-playing story looking forward to i'm not sure i think they mentioned in bridge crew there might be some away missions but we haven't yeah. seen much of that it's all kind of been on uh on the bridge but um so i'm not i'm not kind of expecting that if it's in there wow i will be truly surprised but um yeah definitely something more fleshed out where you can you can go to planets you can go to uh, uh, uh space stations and you can interact i mean probably a lot of that will come with um is it uh oh is that new uh, andromeda for um what, mass, mass, effect? Effect. mass effect series yeah i don't that, that will probably maybe have it, but that might be a, like a single-player experience with um, NPCs. What I'd like to see is other other VR people and be able to interact and, and do bits. Um, and yeah, I think it might be it might be neat. Like, we've kind of seen stuff like that with Final Fantasy XV, and it's like, here's an extra mode or whatever. And it would be kind of cool to see more stuff like that. For instance, it would be kind of neat if it was like, for Mass Effect, if they had some kind of... Um, database something or other where you could actually see things to scale like com- kind of just compare what a krogan actually looks like if it was standing right next to you hmm. stuff like that i think would be kind of neat. big yeah. real big yeah yeah one of us one of us thought of as well is like surely the vr must be the next step for telltale yeah that would be um pretty cool to do telltale games in in vr and be able to look around and you know go look who to, you didn't who's look him in the eye he will remember that. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. I, think, I think the install base um, is too small for them to bother. To be honest, yeah. for now. But then they, they can. 
you know, I, I, that's the thing, isn't it? It's like someone needs to, like, they need to take the plunge and be like, okay, it's in VR. Or they can do a separate one in VR that's a bit shorter or something. But, you know, that, that Batman game is very telltale-ish in a way. But, um, you know, like you say, actually, like playing like the London Heist or um, Kitchen where they come so close to your face and talk to you. Yeah. Like, imagine, like, playing the Walking Dead on Telltale games where you um have that level of intimidation when you play it on um oh yeah on your normal like normal thing but like imagine playing that vr and like you turn around and the zombies there like oh crap like um everybody's got that that scene where like um uh him and um i can't remember the the character's names now i've just completely forgotten but yeah where lee and clem are, are going through the zombies in episode five Imagine that in VR where you're looking around and they're just like you're walking through them and like they're just all around you. Like imagine how intim- no, right. like how different that would have felt. Tense. Yeah. yeah. Imagine how different that would have felt. Or like, you know, going into them and like axing them in the head and stuff. Like Yeah, again, just the oh, potential yeah. is just there for something. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm 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 guaranteeing that uh in Resident Evil Seven something is getting cut off. Fingers or something. Just it's going to happen. Um, it's a very like heavy rain kind of situation or something, you know? Well, it's reminded me of another first person horror game, but I feel like if I say it, that will spoil it. So those of you that yeah. have played it, you know which one I'm talking about. Uh, yeah. I, would it happen to have been a PlayStation exclusive for a period? Yeah, I, I suppose so. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's what we think about PlayStation VR and what's going on and what's to come. Uh, let us know what you think in the comments. Let's move on to releases this week. We'll fly through these. Let me know if you want to stop and talk about any of them. Um, for PSVR Digital, we've got uh, Pixel Gear and Sports Bar VR, which I've the that. latter, <laughs> if I remember correctly, the the latter, if I remember correctly, is supposed to be kind of uh, fun to mess around in because. You can actually like grab, you know, grab a drink and then use the bottle on the pool table for a trick shot and all sorts of weird stuff. Yeah, I, I actually, uh, I, I have it and I've played it. And unfortunately, my room's a bit too small for it at the minute, so um, I'm moving oh. soon. So hopefully that will improve it. But like, it's it's already quite hilarious. Just like throw stuff around and it's multiplayer again yeah. as well. So which is cool. But yeah, awesome. The price of VR. Three hundred pounds plus two hundred thousand pounds to buy a new place that's big enough. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> well, and that's a problem for a lot of them. I mean, not just the PlayStation VR, but I mean, like the Vive that needs a lot of space. Uh, for PS4 digital and retail, we have uh, Batman: Return to Arkham, which is uh, the it's Batman: Arkham Asylum and Arkham City in one pack. Does not include Origins nor um, Arkham Knight. That's because uh, you've got Battlefield. Hmm? I said that's because Origins was awful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, Battlefield One came out. Uh, you play that, Rhino? Um, I haven't played it myself. I watched um, the first bit be played, gotcha. and I'm totally buying it because even I, I don't even like first-person games for the most part. Um, yeah. But um, in the first hour and a half the amount of emotional impact in that game is the first time I've ever seen that in a first person shooter. Uh, it's basically Valiant Hearts in first person. Oh. Um, and it was, there was a moment in it, in that first, in that first hour and a half, there was a moment that just was such a simple little thing, but 
was just mind blowing and gave me chills. It was like, you know, well, well done. Yeah. Like for all the amount of abuse I give EA, well done. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, and Battlefield's campaigns previously too. I mean, they have not necessarily been that great. So mm. uh, we have. Exist Archive, The Other Side of the Sky, finally, which is an RPG that's also coming to Vita Retail and Digital, uh, and then the Lego Harry Potter Collection, which has both years one through four and five through seven on one disc. Which I'm playing uh, right now. Be <laughs> yep, uh, which is undoubtedly the best of the Lego games. Huh. Bar none. Controversial. I totally agree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, for PS4 Digital, we have The Bug Butcher, uh, Hip Hopico, The Jackbox Party Pack 3, and Mordheim City of the Damned, which is based on a Warhammer thing, if I remember correctly. Okay. Uh, for PS Vita Digital and Retail, we have Super Dimension, Neptune versus Sega Hard Girls. <laughs> I don't know why you have something called Sega Hard Girls. <laughs> That sounds like something. No, should I know VR. why. You that. <laughs> yeah, right. I, I know why you name it like that. Uh, Vita Digitally, you've got uh, Battalion Commander and the Keeper of Four Elements, which is it seems like some kind of elemental tower defense, something or other. Uh, and that's it for this week. Uh, anything on there stand out? Uh, um, sounds like not. <laughs> well, I'd, you know, I'd say obviously Battlefield ah. One is a, is a massive release. Yeah, um, yep. and as I say, is as someone who doesn't enjoy first-person shooters, um, I'm I'm kind of sold on it. So, uh, and that's just for the campaign. I might not buy it now. I'll probably buy it when it drops in price. Um, cause I'm I'm not interested in the yeah. multiplayer as such. Um, Agreed. But that campaign looks looks quite special. As I say, the first hour and a half got me emotional. So it's like you know that is ridiculous for a first-person shooter uh, to do that. Yep. So that's probably my pick of the and week. I would say return to Arkham and Lego Harry Potter collections as well, but um, you know I just have bought both of them. But it's you know they're obviously again Previous sort of games. remastered games, so it's you know it's it's whether you want to do that or not. So Battlefield One's like the exciting one, I think, for this this uh, week. Mm-hmm. Agreed. I think that's the big one uh, for PS Plus in October. Uh, real quick, PS4 Resident Evil HD Remaster and Transformers Devastation. PS3 is From Dust, Mad Riders, and then Vita, you've got Code Realized, Guardian of Rebirth, and Actual Sunlight, um, which I still have not had a chance to get around to playing. Sorry. Okay. Uh, and then we have a new thing. Uh, so, Ace, what's what's up with this? <laughs> so, <clears throat> popular trophies this week. I thought we'd... Um, you said you wanted to include some more details about trophies, so... yeah. I make this a regular segment. It is on the here. True Trophies podcast, after all. Yeah, yeah. So, using the TT website for the last week, the popular trophies showing up on uh, members' profiles: um, Rise of the Tomb Raider. Um, we've got six hundred. Finally, came to PS4, right? Yeah, yeah. Yes, we've Very got highly reviewed. Yeah. In the last week, we've got six hundred forty-eight wins of following in Father's footsteps, which I presume is the first sort of story related um uh, trophy in there then um we have got the playroom vr which um has a trophy nicely titled welcome to vr mm. uh next popular one with is that uh, well i'm basing VR? it on the most 
I'm basing it on the most popular trophy for a particular game. So there's <clears throat> there's obviously a load of other uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider trophies, but uh, I'm only going to yeah. do one per game. Um, play with, welcome to VR, 551 wins. So certainly um, quite a few uh, PlayStation gamers on TT have yeah. jumped into the world of VR, uh, at oh, least yeah. with the Playroom VR. Well, it's... it's... Go ahead, keep going, but there is a, a thing to see here. Yeah. Uh, PlayStation VR Worlds, um, quit shoving, <laughs> 461 wins. Good and we've got, um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> we've got Dragon Quest Builders, uh, and I do not know how to, how to pronounce that trophy name. Um, we need, um, we need our resident, uh, Japanese, uh, trophy, uh, info right. editor to, um, translate that one uh <laughs> for me uh 359 wins and we've got uh mafia 3 it's a brave new world 300 wins and we've got batman arkham vr to the Batcave, 284 wins mm-hmm. so i find it interesting um so this is uh for this week so far or yeah. was this for the past seven days uh it should be the past seven days i think so if this is for the past seven days, uh, the number one is Rise of the Tomb Raider with 648 wins for that first trophy. Mm-hmm. PlayStation, the, the Playroom VR had 551 wins despite coming out five days ago, mm. which is just, it's just interesting that, I mean, so many people are playing VR right now for, for true trophies. It, it is worth yeah. mentioning that yeah. We have a rather hardcore audience compared to the general population. So, mm. but even then, I was a little surprised by that number. Well, the first thing I popped in was the demo, but of course, there's no trophies on that. But then after mm. I did that, I did the Playroom VR when it downloaded. So, it's not surprising. Well, it's the quickest thing to get going, I think. Yeah. And then, even then, interestingly, uh, there's one, two, three out of what was that? Six game, uh, six different trophies three of them were vr related yeah so that's that's good to see yep and a lot of people Tomb Raider has vr people. as well so technically <laughs> true that's true yeah it has uh vr aspects though i'm sure well actually i mean so we might have to look that up following in father's footsteps is is that part of the croft manor thing or is yeah, that but it would be interesting because if it's portion has the has got a trophy in the vr segment because then you can sort of see right. how many, compared to how many people have been playing the most popular game of the week, how many of those have got VR as a proportion, right? Yeah, yep, exactly. Um, Homework. So that's it for us, I think, this week. Um, did you guys have anything to plug? Nothing. Nothing ridiculous. No, no. <laughs> Not for myself. Nobody's doing anything. A lot of the no, no, okay. Plugged we, VR, we, so. we, yeah, we we need to do some plugs for something though, don't we? I noticed um, our good friends, sister site TT, have done um, some. Uh, TA. Sorry, TT. Ah, TA. I've <laughs> 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 done. Um, <laughs> sorry, I've done some um, community events uh, of late. Uh, they had the viral achievements, and then that was so popular. They've now got zombie achievements. One coming up. We should look to yeah. try and do something similar, I think, for um, TT as well, or some some community event, I think. 
Yeah. Yeah. I think as well if, we, um, if we've we got should... any um if we've got any like listeners out there who have like YouTube channels or anything like that that they want to plug, they should get in contact as well and maybe even come on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. If you want to volunteer to be on the podcast or volunteer to do a community interview, which we should have hopefully going up this Sunday, because um, I just got some responses back for that. Um, and then right. again, we are still working on that video for Halloween games, so that should hopefully be out uh, in the next week or so. So it's, it might be a little bit before that's out, but that is coming too. Um, and I think that's going to be it for us. Thanks for joining us. Uh, we will be back next week. And then the week after is a little bit uh, fuzzy. We'll, we'll see if we can't get something going because uh, I'm going to be out of town. Um, but we will be here next week. And we'll see you then. Uh, and until then, have fun and bye-bye. See you around. Take care. Bye.